What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Why well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. Good y'all, back with another podcast, as you already know. I have a repeat guest on today, so I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. I'm still not used for being on camera, <laughs> like would it be recording or whatever, so like I, my posture would be all over the place and stuff, so I do apologize, but um, yeah, I'll let you introduce yourself. Hi everyone, Ashley Nicole here. <laughs> So as you remember, we I had her on the first week of March for Women Empowerment Month. Um, we had a good dialogue then, and um, she wanted to do a special episode for mothers and me being raised by a single mom. I felt like it was perfect. So before we get into any dialogue, I do actually want to start off and set the mood with the song. Um, okay. And this song is called A Mother's Prayer, and it's by K. Michelle.
really love that song. <laughs> so I, I wanted to kind of set the tone, set the mood or whatever. I was thinking of different I songs. Love it. Um, I but I music. I love Thank you. Um, so just to get into dialogue and everything and to break break it down, what does um a mother mean to you? What does being a mother mean to you? Um, being a mother to me is everything that is like my calling and, you know, what I was created to do. Um, but it comes with so many, um, sacrifices. It comes with so much love. Um, it comes with so much, you know, just, it's a lot of everything and it's truly an honor to be able to be a mother. So it's a job. And it's, like, the best job you'll ever have, but also the hardest job you'll ever have. Um, but, you know, it's a true blessing. Well, speaking of it being a job, which I do agree with, what do you feel about, um, like, you've seen on, like, the housewives and stuff where some of the moms don't have jobs and, like, they're criticized, uh, saying that that's not an actual job. What do you feel about people that say that um, being a mother isn't a job? Being a mother absolutely is a job that never ends, and it doesn't stop when your child turns 18. Um, It's for life. So I don't agree with the statement that being a mother is not a job. Um, It's a duty. It's a responsibility, but it's definitely something that requires um, your, your commitment and your love and that um that's a job that's a responsibility that somebody has to do yeah i 100 percent agree um what would you say the hardest part for you about being a mom was or is i should say um the hardest part about being a single mom mm-hmm. is balancing being loving and being disciplinary because um, both of my children obviously have a father. However, when you are the primary caretaker for your child as a single mom, um, you have to play the fatherly role more in your and for me, I find that the most challenging part is to balance out like when to be more strict and when to be more graceful Mm. how have you how have you been balancing it um i think i've been balancing it with the lord's help pretty well (laughs) (laughs) i can't make it on my own god has been helping me guiding me every step of the way but um it's it's been going well my kids are such a blessing to me and i think that um, you know, me being their mother is more a reward and blessing for me than they even know. Mm-hmm. So, so there's this saying that I mean, I'm pretty sure you heard it like when you were a teenager, and your mom probably told you like, "Oh, wait till you have a child. Like everything you put me through, you're gonna yeah. <laughs> it's gonna oh. come back on you." Um, would you say that statement is true? <laughs> um. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that our, our words carry a lot of power. And so obviously when people speak that over you and speak that around you all the time, like you're going to believe that and it's going to come to pass. But um, 
yes, my mom used to say that to me. And I actually have two children who are very opposite. Mm-hmm. So surprisingly, as a teen mom, I had a daughter young and a lot of people would think that you would have like, you know, mother daughter conflict, but mm-hmm. we actually have a very healthy, great relationship. Um, but my son has been more challenging <laughs> and so I do often think back to when my mom used to say, wait until you have a kid, because I get more attitude from him than I actually did for my daughter, which I know, big surprise. <laughs> so he's not a mama's boy? <laughs> he's a mama's boy, but he is, um, he's very direct, and he is very smart and verbal, like he speaks up exactly what he's feeling and mm-hmm. whatever he's questioning in that moment, and sometimes he's, you know, very smart in what he's producing, but it's just like, um, excuse me, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, so what, what do you, what was, so we see that Teen Mom is like this huge phenomenon that came out, what, like over 10 years ago now. Dang, it's been a long time. And what I've noticed, I don't know if you've watched Teen Mom, I, I personally don't watch it, but I have noticed that they haven't learned from their past mistakes. Like, I don't quite understand. Like, because it's one thing for you not to know, but you look at yourself on TV, and when you can see stuff back, you realize, like, oh, snaps, this is how I'm being. I need to change my behavior. I need to do something a little different. But it seems as if, and granted, it could be editing, but you can't edit that much. Um, And I feel like they, they still make the same mistakes. They still get pregnant by somebody else that's another deadbeat. They haven't learned from this mistakes. Granted, I will say that some guys play the part up until that, you know, till you get pregnant or till after the baby's born and then they dip. But um, what would you say your experience was like being a teen mom? Was it different than what we see on television or was it more challenging, more? Back to the beginning of your question, no, I personally don't watch Teen Mom. Mm-hmm. I am familiar with it because it's one of my mom's favorite shows, actually. <laughs> so she's up with any updates, so I don't even have to watch it because my mom will give me all the updates. <laughs> but I think just not only in that show, in life, people are going to make the same mistakes when they, you know, don't notice them or want to acknowledge them and then they're going to like keep going around the same mountain for say so just that show or it's just life but until people get to a place where they are ready to accept their actions and then make a change and they want to make a change then it's not going to be sustainable so um for me as a teen mom I I don't I don't really watch the show so I can't really compare. I don't know what kind of situations they went through, but I went through real life situations that a parent would go through and I had to go through that at a very young age cuz I gave birth to my daughter um 2 days after my 16th birthday. Mm. So yeah, I was going into my junior year in high school and I had to grow up really fast. So I had to figure out, you know, how I was going to afford money for diapers and I had to go to work and I had to get a job and you know real life happened real quick but was what I chose so I accepted the responsibility and I you know progressed in life and made better choices progressively as I learned through different experiences so um 
you you learn quick when you have to grow up young. Yeah. I'll say. <laughs> how how was your mom through the whole process? How like how did she take it when she found out? Um, you know, my mom was a teen mom as well, so she took it pretty um hard at first. Um, I'm her only daughter now, and so she was very disappointed but quickly was very supportive. So if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have been able to finish high school or college. But she definitely helped make that happen with caring for my daughter while I went to school, giving us rides, because I didn't even have a license at that time. Yeah, she was my A1 since day one, I'll say. She (laughs) opened my back and supported me took care of Alyssa, helped raise her. She was very supportive. So it was hard to deliver the news to her. It was hard when she found out. I had to have my best friends on the phone with me, like, help me, I need you to help me tell my mom. (laughs) Um, I was at the time, so it was like, you know, it was a big deal to be a teen mom and going to a private school. But um, my family was so supportive. Once we got through that hard patch, like the delivery of it and accepting Mm -hmm. it, And they were just, like, all for me, you know, supporting me, giving me the best books, helping get me to my doctor appointments, all of that good stuff. And then how how was your relationship with the father that you guys, like, I I think the most challenging thing, correct me if I'm wrong, um, about being a single mother, if the father is involved, navigating what that relationship looks like after you guys are no longer together. Yeah, so we were together at the birth of our daughter and um, the first six months of her life, and then we broke up. We were in high school. We were very, very young, so at that, you know, at that age, you're just trying to be a good parent, be a good child, because you're still in your parents' home also, and still be a good student at school and get good grades and so it was a lot it was a lot of responsibility and we were so young and we were just doing the best that we could so we decided to part ways Um, but we always remained friends he's an amazing father he's been involved in her life since conception and he's always been there for her so he was very supportive even in high school he got a job as well and went to work and you know when we did split up he would have regular visitation with her and he's always been a really good father so surprisingly I um chose a good one I was pretty (laughs) blessed (laughs) I was pretty blessed because as a teen parent you never know yeah um, which is gonna go for both of you guys so for him to always stick around be supportive stay consistent support her financially pay her health care insurance love her be involved in her upbringing like that's phenomenal and that's yeah especially at such a young age when we have grown ass men excuse my language that can't even do won't even do that i had i had a um friend they're gonna know i'm talking about them i don't care they don't they're not gonna know they won't listen to my podcast but if they do they they gonna know i'm talking about them but anyways i had a friend that um had a child and he was with the baby's mom like off and on and then they when i mean i tell you he like cried literally cried to get her back. So he got her back. And like soon after he got her back. He realized he didn't want her anymore. And so he was living with her. She had her like own place. He like, And she's paying for everything. 
He's paying for the rent. She's paying food. She's paying literally everything. And he has a decent job. So he, um, when she finally asked him, like, oh, do you think that you can contribute at least, like, $500 to go towards the rent? Um, he, he broke up with her and moved out. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, like. That's unfortunate. Yes. And then, like, was, like, his mother was watching their son. Um, when she was at, when they were both at work or whatever, and then, like, when he was at home, he was supposed to take the son, but he would, like, lie about where he was going and just wasn't with the son at all. So, um, fast forward, um, she and, like, I tried to help him with the court stuff, and then finally, I'm just, like, I didn't grow up with a father, so I, like, I can't be friends with somebody that is a clear deadbeat, you know? Like, I'm doing, I'm trying my best, but I can't make you take care of your kid. Like, it's not, it's not my responsibility. And, like, wanting, and, like, they have to want to change There's only so much you can make a person do. It's, like, whatever they want in the end is what's going to happen. Exactly. And so, long story short, like, uh, she ended up moving out of the state. The judge granted it, and she's living a great life right now. She, you know, she's, uh, it was best for her to move out, and her son's doing great, flourishing, and he's left, you know, in the same place she left him at, actually. <laughs> um, so, I mean... All the mama out there. Exactly. But um, before we go on to more dialogue, I do want to play another record. Um, and, and I have, like, 13 to choose from. <laughs> you always like I said. Yeah, so um, this record that I'm going to play, I felt like this was a fun record. It's called Lion, Tigers, and Bears, and it's by Tamar Braxton. Um, So let's get into it. Confidently, I did a thing a woman like me should never do. I stepped on a scale and found what the hell. Cause honey, the scale was mighty rude So I've gained a little weight My looks has a little break And my strength just ain't the same But blame me when I say I'd find a better water for my baby Bring on a lion, I'm not frightened They can't take me Get through me. Yeah, yeah. 
thought it was funny. It was a fun song. So. <laughs> um, but it's true. Mothers will fight lion, tigers, and bears for their babies. So, um, have you ever experienced that wanting to um, go beat up a teacher or another kid for any of your kids? Um, <laughs> which time do you want to hear about? No. <laughs> um, yes, my kids actually call me Mama Bear, and it's very fun because. Um, as a single mom, again, you have to balance being mom and dad, so you are very protective of your babies, and my kids pretty much don't tell me anything unless they really want me to find out. They'll be like, no, 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 mom, no, don't go, they, they beg me, they're like, please, mom, no, like, basically, you don't want none with their mama, so they try admit the information that they bring me about a teacher or a kid because I have responded in a very protective manner before. Nah, I totally understand that. That's funny. <laughs> um, so would you say, have you ever felt like guilt with, um, in a sense, like taking time for yourself, um, being a little selfish in a sense? You know what? That's, um... Not only a teen mom thing that's difficult to deal with, I think it's just a mom thing in general, especially a single mom, because you already feel bad that their household is maybe not like a normal household with a mom and dad. So sometimes you might overcompensate in different areas or deal with things like that, and then you don't want the guilt of taking away time. And that is something that I have dealt with before in the past but honestly in the last two years I've gotten so much better at it and this morning I was just thinking about it as I was doing my morning routine because I have a certain morning routine that I do every single day before I even start my day I won't even look at my text messages in my phone until I've already done my devotional until I'm prayed up I've had my personal development like I have a whole routine that I go through before I even open my phone so for me that's my self-care and how I love myself and take care of myself. And I thought that you might ask a question similar to this. So today when I was in like my prayer time in the morning, I thought about when you're flying on an airplane and when the flight attendant comes around and they give you the rule about your face mask and they say, parents, if you're traveling with um, like a toddler or an infant, put your mask on first. And that resonated with me because we have to take care of ourselves to take care of them. Yeah. What are we going to putting a mask on a baby? Where Who's going to take care of them after this plane crashes? Like, what are we going <laughs> to yeah. do after that? So they need us. They need us to guide them, protect them, to be well, to care for them. So we have to care about ourselves. And it's not selfish to love yourself and to make time to keep yourself well whatever that looks like for you as an individual as a parent to stay healthy to give the best version of yourself to your child it's mandatory so no I don't struggle with that anymore I have grown and developed and I'm at a really good place in my life where I know how to love myself and nurture myself in ways I didn't before so I'm healthy now and I'm good and I don't feel bad about it but in the past when I really was um managing balancing being a single parent there were times when I did feel bad for taking moments to myself but no I don't struggle with that anymore that's awesome that's awesome 
So what would you say that you your inner strength has come from being a single mother and being able to navigate life as a single mom? Oh, from my faith, absolutely. From God, 100%. So there's no way I would ever have made it without my faith. Um, I'm a very spiritual person, and I know that my prayers and prayers of other people, my grandmother's prayers, my mama's prayers, just the power of love and God and everything that's been ordained for me, I believe is definitely what's got me through. I have a very strong spirit. That's awesome. So tell us, tell us about, just give us a story about something that you think that would help another single mom that's struggling right now? Um, a story about something that might help a single mom struggling. Well, because there's so many different struggles out there, I would say number one, the number one thing is to never give up. Never give up on yourself. Never give up on your kids. Never give up on your faith. Because in those moments when you're pressed and you really want to give up, like persevering through those moments, like right, right after that, there's a breakthrough and something good is coming if you like hold on. So I would say to anybody struggling, because I don't know what you're struggling with, I would just say to hold on, don't give up and to keep pressing through. And there's so many stories I could give about my life and different moments where I was, you know, struggling, living check to check, waiting to get a check, hoping that it would come on time and or hoping that a bill would clear or just different struggles. Like, I don't know, car breaking down, just so many different circumstances in life. But you have to have faith and you can't give up. And that's the best thing I could say to anybody struggling because, again, if you just press through, there's something good on the other end. So is there anything that you would have done differently um, being a single mom that you think could have made your life a little bit easier? So I don't regret anything that I've done in my life or any decisions that I've made because I do believe that they've all contributed to lessons learned and helping me to be the woman that I am today. Mm -hmm. However, I understand that if I would have done things God's way, if I would have done things the right way, I would have had so much less pain, so much more less struggles. If I would have listened to my mom, just listen to my mom more often. <laughs> listen to my mom a few more times. Like it would have spared me a lot of heartache. Do I regret anything I've done? No. Again, it's helped me become the woman that I am. But I understand why God gives us parents and why they're the parents and not us. When I was a teenager, you couldn't tell me that. Yeah. But I get I understand why we have to honor our parents. I understand why you wait till marriage. Like, it's hard by yourself. It's hard struggling, waking up with the baby by yourself. Like, I understand why so many things we could, I could have made easier, but I chose to do it my way. Um, so I had to learn the lesson, and I did. But 
I just could have listened to my mama a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that she's told you since, like, after you having the baby that you, like, or something that you, like, realized, you know, while having having the child? I mean, because you said your mom had been through the same thing. Like, was she, did she raise you by herself as well, or was your dad in the picture? From um, five generations of uh, teen mothers, actually. I, I'm actually the fourth. So my great-grandmother was married, but she did have my grandmother as a teen. My grandmother had my mother at 19, and then my mother had me at 17, and then I had my daughter at 16. So we have, we, you know, come from a line of teen moms, which was not something to be proud of at that time. Like, we're proud of it, obviously. Um, but I remember praying when I was a teenager, like, Lord, please let this curse end with me. I don't want my daughter to be a teen. Please, please. And so my daughter is going to be 19 this June. She does not have any children. She is waiting. <laughs> She's had her purity ceremony. She's, you know, such a loving, wonderful light. I'm so blessed. She's completely opposite of me. And I'm so <laughs> great. And that's why I said, like, my daughter, oh, my gosh. She's just. Well, that's a, like, oh, even though was... it's ground upon, it's kind of a cool thing to think that all of you, you you're able to see your great grand, you know, and she's able to meet her great great, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been such a blessing in disguise. Like, yeah. obviously, not what we would have wanted, but mm-hmm. God completely covered it in love. And mm-hmm. we have five generations right now living, so we all get to be together. We all, um, you know, have a close relationship. And I'm just so blessed that my great-grandmother gets to know her great-great-grandchildren. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's amazing. So we're very, very blessed in that aspect, and we're very thankful. But I come from a line of young moms on my mother's side maternally. So um, it was a blessing that um, the, the curse ended with me, but it's a curse. <laughs> but um, my family is No, you so stop your son. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know? to to definitely you know be more difficult to deal with in high school but uh, by the grace of god (laughs) Uh, how how old are your kids right now you said your daughter's about to turn 19 yeah so my daughter's 18 she will be 19 this june Mm -hmm. and my son is 10 he will be 11 this august august what so how was that like starting I guess essentially over again when you had your your son, like being you know an adult now, going into motherhood, how was it different? Well, it was completely different, and I was married at the time, so it was just a completely different experience than being a teenager living at home with my mother. Um, I had a license this time around, a car. <laughs> Pregnant in heels because I would go to school in heels. Pregnant. 
I just, I had a great time. I was really, really happy. It was a good time. That's awesome. Okay, I'm going to play a song, and then I'm going to ask you some more questions. Um, this song is, I don't know, it came out. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite songs, even though it's about a baby mama's, I guess you could say. <laughs> and I hate the term baby mama, but um, I feel like uh, you guys have reclaimed it in a positive manner. There's not, it's not something to look at negatively. So with that yeah. being said... I'm going to get into this record, and I'm pretty sure you've heard it. This is Fantasia, Baby Mama, and I'm got to play the in-studio version, not the record version, because, I don't know, this song just makes me want to dance or have fun or have a good time, but here is Baby Mama by Fantasia. Fantasia. My name is Renee, and I'm a baby mama.
Um, but that was, again, Baby Mama by Fantasia. That's off her first album. I remember her doing it on the Ellen show and her just growling and stuff. Um, <laughs> but um, so I know you mentioned that you were married and now have been divorced. How was the transition from being a single mother now to not being a single mother to being a single mother again? So that was really hard because um, he, my ex-husband helped so much in raising my daughter before we even had our son. So um, we got together my senior year in high school, actually. And so we were together, you know, for 10 years when he helped me raise her. And then when we had our son and then we split up shortly after, we didn't get to raise him as long as we did with my daughter. So it was just really challenging because I had, you know, the help of a father in the home and upbringing her and helping. And then, um, after my son was born shortly after, like I said, a few years, I was back to being a single mom, but this time with two kids. Mm -hmm. However, I was a lot more mature than obviously I was at 16 and I had a lot more resources and I had a really great team in place. So I was able to survive through that. Um, my father was, my biological father was in my life as an adult and he was uh, involved in helping me with my children. He's still in my life now. And, um, my mom, moved back from Texas or she was able to help. And then, you know, the grandparents have always been so supportive. And so I had a really good care team, as I call it, my kids and I call it our care team. (laughs) Care team in place. And like, they know who's a part of the team. They know who they can get their support from and who's there for them. And so it's so important to have a team in place. So my heart goes out to Um, the people. You need to market that. (laughs) So sorry, pause. (laughs) don't and if you can like get a team and it's okay to ask for help and that's what grandparents are for that's what aunties are for I mean if you have a neighbor or a friend anybody that you can trust with your children and that wants to help you and yes get a team in place because it's necessary it's so necessary in upbringing a child to have help and have a team so um being a single mom a second time around this time with two kids was challenging, but I learned to navigate through the waters because um, I had help, and I absolutely survived through that because I had a good team in place. And how is um how has that how was that for your your daughter going? You know, like she's had two fathers, um, great good fathers. Was the transition after you're getting divorced was that hard for her? Oh, we lost her. Don't worry, y'all. She will be back. But in the meantime, I'm going to play another record so you guys won't feel the the loss. This record is called Hold Your Head Up High, and it's by one of my good girl, Little Mo.
song that i just played again was by little mo god keep your head up you should have heard that one that was a good one <laughs> but um my question for you was um how has it how has the transition been for your daughter with you know being 
having two fathers basically and then like how has it been so for her it's a blessing because she has always had her biological father there for her and she also had um my son's father there when she was growing up so still you know in contact with him even after the divorce and they have a healthy relationship so she's been really blessed and i think that i demonstrated that in a really healthy way for her because father's growing up as well so um i think that that really went um well for me and so it made it easy for her too and the fact that he was there since she was you know one and a half years old made difference too she's he's always been there so that's amazing i don't even know what else i was gonna ask like i had some more questions (laughs) but um lined up and um the little technical difficulties they slipped my mind i remembered that one um what was that? I said, you didn't write them down, Terrell. No, no, I never. Well, I have some questions written down. Um, no, but, that's nice. Yeah, but these, I wanted to just wing it. And for the most part, I I, I hope people, well, I hope people can't tell that I'm winging it, actually. <laughs> but for the most, pretty much for every podcast, I, I just wing it. I go with the flow. So um, some may say I'm a natural. Um <laughs> But um, I don't even know what to ask now. Um, well, think about something that, um, I don't know, you said you were raised by a single mom, right? Yes. So maybe at the kid that you would have wanted to ask your mom or a single parent that you were, like, scared to ask or couldn't ask them. You know, as kids, you're, like, you know, kind uh, of like. I was very vocal. Yeah. There's there's nothing that I, the question that I would have wanted to know back then, but I already have answers for that, would be more so towards my dad, not my mom. Um, but I've seen, I've seen being raised by women and everything. I've been through all of that. Um, and I've seen how hard it, it can be being a single mom and how, how, um, just challenging it it can be and how just society is not necessarily built for women, but we already knew this. Um, and speaking of society and everything, like, just what, what do you feel about the whole abortion thing, you know, going, they're trying to, I don't know if you know, but for the people that are listening that don't know, um, the Senate or the state or whatever is going to, um, probably overturn the, what we have right now, how it's against, uh, abortion, however, if that does overturn, then that means that states can make their own individual laws. And a lot of the states, like, I'm just going to say the red states will probably be against abortion, whether you're raped or you're a teenager or whatever those the case is. Um, what are your thoughts about, about those things? Um, you know, I did recently see something about it on the news, and I haven't been following it so much, so I don't know um, exactly what's going on at this moment with what's been turned or overturned or not. But um, I just feel like I can't stand in a place of judgment. So I don't judge of what 
based on whatever she decides to do um, with her body. And I feel like um, God gives us free will. So I feel that it's only right for each person to have their own free will to make their own decisions, especially about their own body. And that's where I stand with that. Yeah, I I 100% agree with you. I I just think it's crazy that, like, in certain cases where women get, like, raped, and then at this point you're saying that she has to have the baby no matter what. That It's just wild to me, and I feel that there, there may be so many unwanted kids going into foster care and in the system due to this particular thing. Granted men and women should use protection and <laughs> and all of that stuff. Um, but that doesn't always happen, and sometimes at the heat of the moment, things happen. So, But um, I definitely uh, pray for... Um, I definitely pray for <laughs> our world. <laughs> so, with Mother's Day coming up and everything, what is that like for you? What is that the meaning of being able to share it with, you know, you're the five generations? Um, so Mother's Day to me, uh, I actually love to celebrate Dia das Madres, which is May 10th. And that's always been a traditional day for my family because my great grandmother who doesn't speak English, um, you know, we've always celebrated her on that day. Um, so we celebrate the American Mother's Day, but I love, Dia de las Madres the most. So what I do is I usually take my great-grandmother a dozen pink roses, and then I get, you know, gifts for her, my grandma, my mom. Uh, I always celebrate them. Like, I don't just wait for the holidays. So I just enjoy doing it even more on the holidays because there's more balloons, more stuff, and it just makes it more fun. Um, So, yeah, I'm just going to be celebrating them and the beauty of who they are. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And what do your kids do for you? Um, everything. (laughs) (laughs) They make me coupons, right? So every mom has gotten a coupon. I think, I'm pretty sure, like 95% of moms get coupons at some point in motherhood. And the kids, my kids, have gotten so clever that they put an expiration date on the coupons. Okay? <laughs> like, it's me, but they'll put, like, they've gotten real bold lately, like, doing seven days, 30 days. I'm like, I don't even have time to, like, <laughs> schedule it or yeah. do that. <laughs> but they literally will give me, like, a coupon for, like, a back massage a foot massage or my daughter because she's so much older she'll um give me coupons for like a day of a day of babysitting her brother or you know just different things so they're wonderful they get me different things like that or things that I want like a new blender teapot Mm -hmm. so they're good gift givers and they're really great servants when it comes to Mother's (laughs) Day like they can breakfast in bed they'll cook I have chefs for children. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm going to play my last song and we'll get into some more dialogue. Um, Okay. I'm playing more songs than I normally would because of what you're going to call it because my last song I already played. (laughs) 
Um, now that I think about it, but, um, this record, it's not necessarily about mothers and it kind of goes along with the song that you had on phone chose optimistic, but I felt that this one was even more suiting because I feel that every, um, mother, whether they be a single mother or not, um, has battles that you guys have had to face and fight. And a lot of times I feel that, um, sometimes your battles you feel that you know like why am i going through this why why me or whatever um but uh i always think like okay when i go through things why not me like why am i so special that i wouldn't i wouldn't have to go through these things but this song is about battles and it just talks about i'm just let you i'm gonna let y'all listen so this song's by la portia renee and she was actually a contestant on i done played two contestants already on um american idol so here's la portia Feels like you could run a million miles Some days you feel like you can't move Some days it feels like you could start a wildfire Some days the fire's burning you Just don't look down Living ain't always easy, can't you to see tomorrow I know cause I've been there too some days it feels like you can only count your sorrows just know that they are blessings too something that you said earlier about nah you don't regret anything um and just like she was saying in the song like we all have battles we all we all have scars uh but it it actually makes us who we are um 
indefinitely. So do you think that you would be the same person not having, you know, being a single mom or being, a, you know, a, mom, a teen mom? Um, I believe that I was a teen mom because God was saving my life at a young age. Mm-hmm. I, um, I was on a wayward path. And so like my daughter changed my life completely. So it was a very, um, humbling life changing experience for me. And I'm ever so grateful for it. Amazing. So there's this um, new um, question. I didn't ask you this on the last one. Uh, it's not necessarily a question, but I've been doing it on my all of my podcasts lately, and I feel like it's a good thing. So um, normally in life, when we talk to anybody, we um, never get asked um, about, you know, like what are we proud of about ourselves. Like, you know, so I want you to take this time to give yourself encouragement and applaud yourself for some things that you're proud of. Oh, that's nice. Um, I'm proud of my perseverance because at times, you know, it gets hard. So I'm proud of myself for persevering through. Um, I'm proud of myself for asking for help and allowing my family, my care team, (laughs) to help with my upbringing of my kids. Um, And I'm just proud of myself for my unbreakable smile and not allowing people or circumstances to dictate my joy. Like, my joy truly comes from the Lord, and I'm not... um, moved or shaken by other people anymore and so I'm really proud of myself for getting to this level awesome awesome. so since it's the theme of Mother's Day I want you to also um, say what you're proud of your mom for aww that's sweet she's gonna love this (laughs) I'm proud of my mom for her humility and her selflessness like she is just such a loving giving person and she's constantly putting her children her grandchildren um you know friends and family before herself and she is just so selfless like she's always giving for everybody else and so I'm proud of her for um, for being so humble, but also for allowing herself to enjoy life a little bit more. Like, you know, she's starting to um, enjoy things more and not feel bad about it. So I'm happy for her for that. I had a good time. I spoiled her and took her to towel to dinner and um, got her all dressed up and did her makeup and stuff. And she, like, never goes to dinners and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I was just, like, proud of her allowing herself to actually enjoy it. Like That's awesome. You don't. Um, like, you can have fun. Like, <laughs> that was cool. So any last words that you would like to say for, for the mothers out there, single moms or moms in general? Um, to all moms in general, just keep loving on your babies and um, doing the very best you can every day and, you know, enjoy it because it goes by so fast and keep your head up. And I love you, and Feliz Dia de las Madres. Awesome. 
So normally I play an outro music, but oh wait, pause before I even do that. You're on this up again or whatever. Please plug your business. <laughs> so um, you can go to www.reinavida.com to order your custom Reina Vida waist trainer. I am running a special for Mother's Day, and it's going to be code MADRES22. That's M-A-D-R-E-S 22 when you go online. You just enter that code, and you'll get 20% off of your order. Um, and my Herbalife business, I have a Instagram page and a website as well. So if you go to Queen Herbalife 805, you can find my um, online wellness coaching there. And thank you for the support. Great, great, great. So what I was going to say is I normally end the podcast with uh, my outro music, but there's this song and that I love, and it's by Kodak Black, and I know what y'all think right now, Kodak Black, like you're in on this episode, <laughs> but just listen to the record, um, and I'm going to end the podcast with this record, um, and I knew I was going to end it with this record when <laughs> I started the, um, before I even did the podcast, um, but um, I'm not even going to tell you the name of it, y'all can just Shazam this, um, but this is Kodak Black. Okay. Watch this, going to tear it up. This for my dudes right here, this for the OG Mama, you my hero, oh, you know when I'm feeling low, oh You know how to make me feel better, I know that you got me forever Mama, you my hero, oh, you know when I'm feeling low, oh You know how to make me feel better, I know that you got me forever When I'm broken, you know how to fix it. Cause you know how to check me with the quickness. Anytime I made you mad and pissed you off. Talking back to you when I thought I was wrong. You show me how to shake off the drama. I'm the woman that I am cause of my mama. Everything good in you is a good thing inside of me. I'm just hoping one day I can finally say I grew up to make mama proud. Yeah.